Welcome to Natural Wellness Tips Podcast, a weekly broadcast all about leading a healthy, happy, and wholehearted life. Hello and welcome to the Natural Wellness Tips Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Shaw, back at you with another incredible guest. Before I dive into that guest, quick reminder, if you have a moment, please do me a huge favor. Go down to the reviews, leave me a review, let me know what you like, don't like, what you want to hear more of. It helps me so much as a host to show up best for you. It also helps more people get to this podcast. So thank you for taking the time to do that. Let's dive into our guest because I want to make sure she has as much time as possible to share all of her value. Today we have Sarah Clark with us. When Sarah Clark was 28 years old, she received a diagnosis of premature ovarian failure. She accepted the diagnosis and had both of her children through in vitro fertilization. Years later, she realized the root cause of her infertility was food sensitivity and later a gut infection. She's a certified life coach with accreditation from the International Coaches Federation and a health coach with training from the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. She's the author of Fabulously Fertile, Supercharger Fertility Naturally. Her fertility coaching program, which includes functional lab testing, supports couples to make a diet and lifestyle changes that dramatically improve the chances of a healthy pregnancy and baby. You can check her out on her Get Pregnant Naturally podcast, and she shares that uh, on that podcast all about the functional medicine, natural fertility solutions, and she has some incredible guests and just incredible knowledge on that podcast. Give it a listen. You can check it out on iTunes and Spotify. But today, we are lucky enough to have Sarah on our podcast here. So welcome, Sarah. Awesome. Thanks for having me. My absolute pleasure. I'm so excited to dive in more. I love your message. I love your uh, your mission, and I love your podcast. So it's just amazing and honor to have you here with me. So I know a little bit about your story, but I know my listeners would love to know more. Would you mind sharing with them a little bit about how you got to where you're on what I just dove into? Awesome. Yeah, I'll share my journey, kind of how I, yeah, how I came to this. I never thought I'd be a fertility coach. It certainly wasn't on my radar. Yeah, so I always joked I was having menopausal hot flashes in my early twenties. At that point, I had irregular periods, and by irregular, I mean once or twice a year. And I remember I was like interviewing people in HR, I'd be like fanning myself, menopausal hot flashes. Well, it turns out that I was. So I had those irregular periods. I started getting um, acne all of a sudden in my early twenties and my teens. I had great skin. I had this super greasy chin. And then um, and then I had yeast infections. I had this weird fungal rash on my chest. So I had no idea any of these were, were connected to my infertility. But um, I had this plan where I wanted to get married at 25. So I got married at 25. I wanted to have my kids at 28. So at 28, um, so in between there, I was also put on the birth control pill to help with the acne in the regular periods. So I went off the pill. Periods were still regular. It never even helped the acne. And then at 28, went to my OBGYN, was uh, then told that I had premature ovarian fu- uh, function, premature ovarian failure, which is a loss of function of the ovaries before the age of 40, and told me the only way that I was ha- I'd be able to have children is with donor eggs. So I ended up, um, I remember her like reaching up on the shelf, grabbing the IVF brochure, and saying, "Here you go, off to the fertility clinic you go." And I went, and I had, I didn't think about those symptoms, didn't connect any of them. Um, gone on the list for a donor egg. This is back in the day, my daughter's about to turn 18. This is back when you got the donor profile in the mailbox. So I received it in the mail and made a selection. And so we were lucky enough on the first fresh transfer to have our daughter. And as I say, it was 
he was about 18. And then we had two embryos left over a year later. I wanted to have my kids close together. Went back in, super stressed. My husband's like, Sarah, just like, hang on here. I'm like, no, no, got to have the kids close together. And went back in, those didn't work. So went back on another list for another uh, donor egg profile, found that. And then we're lucky enough to have my son, Will, who is three years apart from Ava. So, uh, and he, he's almost 15. So after I had my daughter, my health took a big nosedive. I had it turned, I had um, nine colds one year after I had her. Every cold went to a sinus infection. So I had chronic sinusitis. I had chronic bladder infections with peeing blood. I had chronic yeast infections at that point. I had vertigo, dandruff. I had like, I was still doing my thing, still working, but my, my immune system was just garbage. And I just kept taking all sorts of antibiotics, which completely destroyed my gut flora. And then I discovered I was going to bring life coaching into the corporate environment to my life coaching course. I'm sorry, I had my own personal wake-up call, discovered that I really loved health and wellness. And then I uh, took a health coaching course, and that's why I discovered I had these food sensitivities. So for me, I'm sensitive to gluten and dairy, and then later corn. So I took those out of the diet. Lo, lo and behold, the the, 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 yeah, it's like, oh my goodness, the inflammation that really, you know, re- release all the stress on the body. Lo and behold, the bladder infections were like, I was, became allergic to all the antibiotics. I didn't even know what I was going to do. The bladder infections started to go away. The chronic sinusitis started going away. All these different health issues. And then a few years, uh, years after that, discovered I had this gut infection. So for me, it was streptococcus and H. pylori and uh, fungal infection. So address that issues. And then it's not just about the diet, it's also about the lifestyle side of things, slowing down and you know, look, looking at that piece. But I did not discover any of this until I was 40, fully in menopause. So if you're still cycling naturally, there's things we can do using the tools of, of, of functional medicine, nutrition, health coaching, really digging deeper as to why. Mm. Yeah. Wow. What a, a, a long journey you had and that it took you like that, that long time. And you, I'm sure there are so many doctors in between and so many things missed. And so just none of those pieces were put together for you. Um, and you really had to piecemeal them together, which is something I can completely relate to with my back injury. I remember going from doctor to doctor and them all trying to throw little labels at it or a prescription at it. And nobody was kind of putting the whole picture together until I put the whole picture together. And that was hard for me because it was just like, you, you kind of have this like, why didn't anyone catch this sooner? But then you're like grateful, like, oh, I'm so glad I put these pieces together. So it's this, this crazy emotional whirlwind that you can be in to be on that journey. But how blessed are you to have your beautiful, healthy children? And how blessed are the women now that you had to go through the journey you did so that you can show up and help them in the way you can? Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. So... You, you had this whole awakening and what got you on the road to say, I want to help women who are struggling like I did? It's funny because I was in uh, my health coaching program and I, I took a, a book writing course and I was writing, I was going to write a book on weight loss. I've never struggled with weight in my life, but I was going to write a book on weight loss. And so three months into this six month program, I'm like, Sarah, it's, you're not writing a book on weight loss. It's fertility. Like I just, because I'm so like, oh, this is what it is. I did it. I kind of, not that it wasn't a big deal, but I, I, for me, it was like, oh, just part of my story. And I didn't even realize that, yeah, I could help others in the same situation. And really, that's why I discovered, you know, just decided to kind of focus on, on fertility and being able to have people look a little deeper instead of just focusing, you know, on that infertility diagnosis and going deep into to egg health or AMH or FSH or low ovarian reserve, all these different diagnoses where we look at the whole body. Like, why? Why? why at the age of 28 did I, did my, my ovaries no longer 
decide to work. So, you know, was it the fact that I had this gluten sensitivity? I looked in the, you know, on the mirror at 12, why'd I have these big dark circles, which is a, you know, an issue as is common with food sensitivities. My, my house was sprayed regularly with, um, we lived in a cedar house in the forest, mm-hmm. sprayed regularly for um, ants. The fact that I inhaled all these, you know, toxins and, and I have the MTHFR um, gene mutation. So I was inhaling all these toxins. My diet, my, my dog died at 10 of cancer. My brother has blood cancer. I have infertility. Was it the environmental toxins that, that I inhaled as when I was young? Was it all this like perfect, you know, and then I started, I, I grew up eating, you know, vegetarian. My parents were, have been vegan for 30 years. So like super healthy. And then I went and had the standard American diet when I left, started eating, you know, a lot of brown food. And was it that? So we all have this tipping point. And so for me, it tipped. And then we also have this, you know, a genetic disposition for people that I help. It's infertility. Other people, it could be diabetes, heart disease, cancer, whatever, whatever it may be. But people that I help, it's, it's infertility. Yeah. And even if they're coming to you just for infertility, they might have some of those other pieces in the puzzle too. Oh, that's the whole thing I say. I'm like, it's people come to me and say, oh, I have infertility. And oh, oh, by the way, I have an autoimmune disease. They'll just tell me, oh, oh, by the way, I've, 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 su- I've suffered with IBS for, for years. Oh, by the way, I have like, I've had cyst- you know, cystic acne or, you know, I've had whatever it is. It's a kind of a by the way. I'm like, well, that's a clue. It's not just like digging to the diagnosis, going straight to the clinic. Yeah. The clinic, the, the, you know, IVF or IUI are there for you. And IUI has a 10% success rate and IVF has a 30% success rate. Donor eggs are 50%, you know, and, and it takes the cost of an average cost of $60,000 over, you know, over three cycles. So why is that the first option? Like the first option should be, wait a minute, what's going on? Let's, you know, let's back up from the diagnosis and see what else is happening in your body. And really there's these different stressors that, it, that impact it, be it a food sensitivity I thought that's the first one. Most people come to me and they're like, I eat a clean diet. Like I just got off two, you know, two calls before, before I got on here. They're like, I eat a clean diet, but your version of clean and my version of clean may be very different. So, the, so food sensitivity, like digging into that huge, the, the majority of people that we work with have a food sensitivity. And the second one is a gut infection. The majority of the people we work with have a gut infection, be it a parasite, a bacterial infection, a fungal infection. And then that those, then those environmental toxins, another stressor. So for, so for me, it was like, getting sprayed with all those toxins and inhaling it. So personal care, cleaning chemicals, you know, plastics, water. I think a lot of times when we think of stress, we think of the mental emotional side of things, which is equally important. You can have this beautiful gluten-free anti-inflammatory AIP diet, but if you are have not figured out your relationship, you are like stressed to the max about infertility and you've gone down the infertility rabbit hole, that's a part of it. And also stuff that you probably deal with is like the structural side of things with is there something out of alignment and um, like, is there a structural stress pinched nerve going on? That's those are stressors. And I think we just will typically just think of the mental, emotional stress, not the other stressors. Yeah. We, we need to take a few big steps back and look at the entire picture. Cause like you said, every part of that is a puzzle piece. That's yeah. going to give us a clue to help us figure out. It made me think of over the summer, I went to one of those escape rooms with my best friend oh, and her family. Cool. And, you know, you're like, you've got to find all the clues and they've all got to make sense. And they're all there for a reason, even if you don't, you don't think they're there for a reason. And, and it's the same with our health, our fertility, right? And everything matters until it's proven that it doesn't matter. That's right. Yeah, that's beautiful. So how long have you been in this realm? What you mentioned that you started writing the book on weight loss and realized mm. fertility. How long ago was that when you really started this journey and realized you had a mission to a vision to share? 
Yeah, I've been focused on fertility for the last five years, so really digging into it and taking this, you know, functional approach by using the, the functional lab testing. So we, we look at food sensitivity testing, we look at the Dutch hormone test, we look at the D, uh, the GI map test, looks so at the DNA of your stool, and then we do it, we do hair tissue mineral analysis testing. So it's so, so our program is the, the 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 foundations of it are testing. A lot of people come in and say they're taking like buckets of supplements, they're doing all these different things, but really with a functional approach, it's, it's using testing as a, as a foundation, test don't guess, and then develop the protocol. And then we yeah, focus on movement and sleep hygiene and mindfulness, really you know, putting it all together. And yeah, it's just a very, it's a holistic approach, really. It's a, it's a functional approach to, to looking at this. And it's just completely different than going straight to, the, to IVF because I went, I went straight to IVF. Mm-hmm donor eggs and both my so my preconception health I didn't have preconce I didn't have postpartum uh, postpartum depression it was more like postpartum rage not that I was like a complete complete crazy person but I just remember like I was just irritable and ticked off and stressed and looking back I'm like it's postpartum rage I remember like wanting to take the phone and throw it out the window like I was just very stressed wow. so I didn't focus on my preconception health so my post you know my postpartum period was rough. And then also both my kids have food sensitivities. Like both of them, you know, both have, both don't do dairy and gluten. They had, my, my daughter had acne kind of young. My son, when he has gluten, it affects his mood. So both those things, you know, if I had to focus on my preconception health, potentially those could have been avoided. But that's why it's interesting. I had Dr. Ben Lynch on the podcast and he talked about, he was talking to a friend of his and he's, a, he's huge in the, um, his book, Dirty Jeans is right here on my, on my, my shelf. But he talked about, he was talking to someone saying, why do we spend like 12 to 18 months planning the wedding? All this stuff, we're planning the wedding. And then for the baby, we want to have the baby in the first month. Why don't we switch that around? Wedding a month, baby, 12 to 18 months. Like get the body ready. Like this is a future generation, our children. And why... Why, when I, you know, why did, why did so many of my son's friends, he's 15, have, are on ADD medication? You know, why is my, my daughter's friends, people have like anxiety and it's an epidemic and it's sort of the canary in the coal mine with this younger generation of, you know, with the environmental toxins, food sensitivities and all of it, just sort of, it's a, it's a, it's a warning flag. Yeah, I, I see. Unfortunately, I heard a statistic and you probably know more, but. I heard a crazy statistic that was like 55% of couples now struggle with infertility. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's like one in six in Canada, one in eight in the States, I think one in five in the UK. So yeah. And even I saw, and, and even um, I saw a stat recently saying IVF actually in Europe, the success rates have plateaued. It's now one in four. So 25%. So it's plateaued. And, and because people are thinking that's the only way to do it, but you haven't fixed, like I just got off the phone with someone who was like, oh, I've got low AMH, but I also have uh, lactose intolerance, digestive issues, gas, burping, bloating, all these things. Like if you, those are huge clues. It's not just like, oh, wait, go over here and, you know, do something to address the acid reflux. Well, why do you have it? Is the food sensitivity? Is the gut infection? Like dig deeper. Mm, so crazy. So powerful. Yeah. I, I watched so many friends struggle and I have never tried to conceive nor have my own children yet. Hopefully one day I get to, right. But I always watch the struggle and the stress. And then I just, I feel this immense amount of sadness for them as the stress level increases, because I know that as this goes up, 
the chance of everything else goes down and and it's not really my expertise or what I teach so I, I struggle and and um, sitting in the the back and kind of feeling this immense amount of sadness for people that are really going through it and it's um, it's hard so it's it's wonderful to have a beacon of light like you so tell me what you do a little bit more we we kind of touched on it people come to you you do a, like a you look at kind of the whole picture you do some testing what does the journey look like as a client working with you i'm sure it's different for every single client but in a general terms just so people are like okay this is interesting i think this might be for me like how would they know if it's for them and what could they expect with working yeah, so basically, the, you, you have to really want to take a natural approach. If you're hell-bent to do IVF for the next month, I would say that then look at your mindset. Like If you're doing IVF, you have to look at your mindset, looking at visualizing this thing happening and really you know, adding in meditation, affirmations, visualization, and actually you know, getting out whatever stressful thoughts, whatever it is, getting that out and giving voice to it. So you're not just keep pushing it down. So if you're going to IVF, that's what you should do. Looking at, looking at the mindfulness side of things. If you're ready to say, you know what, I want to look at it functionally and figure out exactly what's going on. Then we're going to look at those tests. So we're going to look at the, the food sensitivity, the hormone, the stool, the, the hair, and then we're going to then develop a protocol based on those testing, looking at, you know, diet that's right for you based on the, the elimination diet. So we did the elimination diet which uh, you take out the top allergens, which are dairy, gluten, soy, corn, peanuts, and eggs. Take those up for 10 days and then systematically reintroduce them. See exactly how food impacts your body because you can get that food sensitivity test and come back and maybe if you have leaky gut or intestinal permeability, maybe you're you know, intolerant to all your favorite foods and really uh, that can be disheartening when you see that. So really the, the elimination diet will say, oh wait, when I have corn, it flares up my asthma or when I have gluten, my digestion goes off, I start burping. Or, you know, when I have dairy, I feel phlegmy. So it's really to, I think everyone should be doing the elimination diet and that's both you and your partner. So it's a lot of times people are coming to me, the majority of the time it's all women. And it's like, and she may say it's my fault, it's me, 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 but it takes two to have a baby. So really um, in the beginning I was just coaching women and now it's couples. And so the testing is for her, but then we do look at, we look at a blood chemistry review the blood chem review is looking at your functional level. So those are level, those are reference ranges for, for healthy people, whereas for the, the conventional side of it is people that have disease. So it just flags before it, before it goes, um, it flags it earlier. And then we're looking at sleep hygiene, like working on your sleep hygiene for, mm-hmm. for months, movement that's right for you, the mindset side of things, and really just helping. Because some of these changes may be simple, but they're not easy. So yeah, yeah. and doing it by yourself, and then not really knowing like, oh, is it working? And then you start second guessing and then you, oh, it's not working. Meanwhile, it was working. You were just like hacking away in the coal mine and you turned away before you had the gold. So it's like having that team to help you, you know, to have a plan, like I say, a proven protocol to, to move towards, mm-hmm. you know, figuring this thing out because it can feel like you're digging away in the dark and you're like, oh, I don't know what to do. And I'm taking bags of supplements. And even though supplements are part of our, pro- our protocol, it's, based on the testing. So we know that the supplements for you and maybe, maybe you're taking a supplement that's got gluten in it and you're, you've got super yeah. high gluten sensitivity or maybe it's got soy because you know, it's got fillers and allergens and things like that in there. So we regularly see people, especially in the fertility space, just taking like bags of supplements. And a lot of the times they're just the wrong thing. Yep. Yeah. I'm in the process of, um, an elimination diet for myself. 
Nice. And it's a beautiful process that I wish I had done sooner. And it's so eye-opening. And I, I love it. I mean, even if you're not seeking fertility help right now, it's it's something I think, like you mentioned, we all should do. The other thing that you mentioned that I think is interesting um, is I got blood tests done recently. I just I decided to go to the doctor. I hadn't done them in a long time. Um, and I went and everything was absolutely perfect. And I was like, great. And then I went to my friend who specializes in this like you. And I'm like, okay, now tell me functionally how I'm doing. Because functionally and what like the, it's not per- yeah. they're not the same. Um, and I was still doing really well, but there was a few things that were off. And she was like, are you, you know, experiencing X, Y, Z? And I was like, yeah. She goes, okay, great. You need to increase these foods. And it was so eye-opening to know that there's a deeper level. So even if you're, you're, I, I, I share this because even if you're sitting there saying, oh, well, I did all this. I've already done the blood test. Everything's normal, blah, blah, blah. If you haven't had a functional practitioner look at your results, then you have to go deeper. Yeah. And that's what you do for people. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's not working. So, and so many, that's why I had that. I have a podcast episode on that saying, what, do you, what to do when you've been told everything is normal? especially with unexplained infertility. Well, with, with the functional approach, unexplained infertility is not unexplained. There is a reason, be it a undiagnosed, you know, um, autoimmune disease we found, uh, multiple gut infections, food sensitivities, blood sugar issues. It's not unexplained. Uh, to me, that's just, it, yeah, it's, it's disheartening for people because they have that, they think there's nothing they can do. Well, there is a lot, a lot of things that you can do to really take, take charge of your health and your fertility and, yeah, dig deeper and ask why. Yeah. I love the the passion and the fire you have about it. Like, no, no, we can do this. We can do this. We can go deeper. Like you, you aren't at the end of the road yet. And I think that's, what's really powerful is a lot of these couples struggle and they're like, I've been told all the things. And I just, I, I feel like you give your hope giver for so many mm-hmm. women and, um, and couples out there. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Okay, so let's go through, Sarah, let's go through my rapid fire questions that we always end our podcast with. So what would you say is your number one health and wellness tip you would put out there for everyone? I really do believe that everyone should be eating 100% organic. That's my, my thing. And it, you know, it took me a while to do that, but really we're in the middle of a huge food experiment. Our food is sprayed with glyphosate and linked to infertility and all sorts of other health issues. If that is just too cost prohibitive or you can't, you can't wrap your mind around 100% organic, I would say at least do not eat the dirty dozen. So go, go to the environmental working group, uh, ewg.org, and look at the dirty dozen. Do not eat those ones. Make sure those are, are organic. Strawberry has, I think it was like 75 pesticides on it. So if the, the person is there spraying it with a, a white Tyvek suit and a respirator, why do we think it's okay to eat it? <laughs> Good point. Kind of scary. I love that tip. That's a great tip is that if at a minimum, it's the dirty dozen. Yeah. Yeah. Pay attention to that. Yeah. You guys can check that out too. It's uh, like she said on the EWG site, um, EWG's great resource for that. Okay. So as uh, health and wellness practitioners, people think we have our, our stuff all together and I like them to know that we are not perfect. So what would you say is your biggest health, healthy habit that you struggle with something that you struggle being consistent with? Probably for me, like, like full blown exercise. So I like will walk the dog twice a day. I do yoga, but like full on like cardio, I, I'm not overly consistent about it. So, but I, I, I definitely move every day and I know if I don't move, I don't feel good. So walking the dog twice and, and that, but I to take it up a not notch. It's sort of, that's something in times of stress, in times of stress, the exercise will go for me. 
And also, and this is what I need in times of stress. It's interesting to see the patterns, right? Sometimes the stress exercise goes and also meditation will go in times of stress. And I definitely need the meditation. So it is to know, well, wait, when you're thinking you can't do something, that's probably the thing you actually need to get you through the thing, you, you know, the stress. <laughs> yeah. I find with meditation specifically on those days where you're like, I'm just too busy today is the day you need to be like 10 minutes. Oh yeah. And no longer. You can get through the rest of the day so much better if you pause for that meditation. And mm -hmm. huh, like yesterday I had a super busy day and I didn't meditate before I got out of bed, which is extremely rare for me. And then I didn't exercise before I got my first call, which again is rare for me. And I, I was like, I paused at like 9.30. I'm like, okay, hold on. Let's make this happen. And I got both in and I came back and I was just so much more efficient, so much more like present. And it was just yeah. powerful. That's a, such a, it's a good reminder. Okay. What are you most excited about in life right now? I'm really excited about the functional approach. I just do not understand. That's why I started my podcast to get pregnant naturally podcast to really let people know looking at functional medicine, nutrition, health coaching, and like taking a functional approach that we don't need to like in conventional medicine, we're prescribing, we're, we're, we're naming and then prescribing a pill functional. We're asking why, like, why is this happening? And it's a life changing that's why I've started all this because it's life changing. I'm like, why doesn't everybody know? We have they have to know. Mm-hmm. Ah, I love it. I wish you could say it louder and from more rooftops because it needs right. to be heard. Uh, struggling with fertility or not, that needs to be heard. Mm -hmm. It's so powerful. It really is. Okay, awesome. This is my selfish question because I'm a bookworm, usually reading like four at a time. Obviously, you can tell us your book too. We're going to tell you have that in a second. But outside of your book, what is your favorite book of all time? I know, I'm the same. I was like, I have a major book obsession. I'm just going to go back to the book that I have on my shelf here. And I, I just refer to it a lot um, is, well, it's actually two, but I'm going to say one. So um, um, A Mind of Your Own by uh, Dr. Kelly Brogan. And I just her so she's a holistic women's psychiatrist. She was in New York City for years and she's moved to Miami, but she takes a holistic approach to mental health and really for years was prescribing you know pills to people with you know depression, anxiety, mental health issues and went, wait a minute, looking at a functional approach. And her book is like freaking awesome. She is like super smart. She has a new book coming out something, I can't remember the name of it, but it's about, I've just got the pre-order the, the pre on, on Amazon a couple weeks ago, and it's coming out in September. But yeah, Dr. Kelly Brogan, super smart, and I love her. Great. I love it. Okay, very cool. Okay, you said there was a second one. What was it? Now I want to know. It is, yeah, Dr. Ben Lynch, Dirty Jeans. Like, that book is, that guy is so freaking smart and his book it's because a lot of times we just think there's this whole overwhelming thing we have to do and although he talks about the genes you could go gut down the, the rabbit hole of of these genes but a lot of it is these foundational steps of getting your diet together like getting the lifestyle piece getting your sleep making sure you move your body like all these foundational pieces that in our busy western lifestyle we have forgotten so his book is very common sense and like awesome Mm, I love it. That's what I work my clients here. I work through what I call the mind balance body method. And everyone comes to me because they want to lose weight or be healthier or hit these goals. And I'm like, okay, great. When do you go to bed? Yeah. <laughs> like we start there. Like when, we do. Yeah. how many hours do you sleep? How much water do you drink? How much do you exercise? When do you exercise? When are you eating? Like we look at the basics. I love that. I'm going to have to check his book out. Great. Thank you for that recommendation. Okay. This is the most important question. How do people find you, Sarah? Because I know there's going to be people listening that are just seeing this um, little glimmer of hope and want to talk to you. 
Awesome. So they can find me on the Get Pregnant Naturally podcast, and that's on iTunes and uh, Spotify. And they can find me if they wanted to do the Fertility Diet Challenge. It's a three-day challenge. They can go to Fertility Diet Freebie, F-R-E-E-B-I-E. And so it's three days of like awesome anti-inflammatory foods that you can do with your partner. You guys can start cooking right away. And yeah, so the Fertility Diet Freebie, just check that out. And you guys, the link will be down in the bio or the details here. So you can check that out and click on that to grab that free uh, link. I'm going to check out the recipes, even though I'm not trying to conceive because I love good anti-inflammatory recipes. Who doesn't, right? Or who shouldn't, I guess is what we should say. But seriously, Sarah is incredible. She is a wealth of knowledge. Uh, If you are struggling in any way, shape or form with fertility or know someone that is, Please share Sarah's information. Please share her podcast. Have people connect with her. This could literally change their lives forever. Um, They'll be blessed to get to work with someone as incredible as you. So thank you seriously so very much for coming and sharing your knowledge. I feel so blessed to have um, somebody on my podcast whose podcast I respect and, um, and share so much. So thank you. Awesome. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Yeah, my absolute pleasure. We'll have to do it again soon and keep sharing a little bit deeper. But till next time, listeners, thank you so much for taking this time out of your day. I hope that you found value in this incredible podcast and I will see you on the next episode. Namaste. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. Please leave a review and subscribe and head over to Instagram to keep up with me daily at Natural Wellness Tips. See you next week.